Well, hey everybody, welcome to Market City Music Club, episode one, not our first podcast. Technically our third recording. It is technically our third recording. Episode zero you guys will get to listen to, but uh, episode negative one will be yeah. in the hole forever. Uh, the pizza car just drove by slowly and kept going, by the way. I just want to give an update on that. Hamilton's ordering pizza and, and uh, the guy drove by porch he in the just middle inch- of a podcast. Yes. Uh, it was supposed to get here way earlier. Now the pizza guy drove slowly by the house and then just decided to keep going. Uh, Where did you order it from? Uh, no. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. Oh, no. Where's that's a different from? car. Domino's. Is wow. the, uh, Domino's. The, uh, n- not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but um, not yet. That five ninety nine uh, coupon, pretty good. Dude. I'll tell you real quick that Domino's, when they put a want ad out, must ask for, how stupid are you? I know exactly why Domino's has an app, and it's because none of their employees have a clue. I called Domino's when their app was broken, and I was trying to order the hand-tossed pan pizza, like I always order on the app, and it's eight ninety nine, And I asked for it, and they were like, we don't have that. I was like, what? are you out? They're like, no, we don't have a hand-tossed pizza. You might be thinking of Pizza Hut? I was like, no. It's the one that comes in the black box. And they go, hold on one second. Walk away. Come back. Say it's $20. I was like, dude, no, it's eight ninety nine. But you know what? Just give me a regular medium pizza and uh, Mr. Pib. And the guy goes, Pib? Like, he didn't know what it was. Who is they, this? I, he didn't know what they had at their own restaurant. Good lord! Oh, that's so funny. that's why they that's have not an app. Surprising. <laughs> I'm literally okay. I'm trying to wave yeah. down the Domino's guy while recording. <laughs> yep. Okay, he saw me. He pulled into the parking lot next to me. What kind of pizza did you get? Uh, a chicken bacon ranch, um, and then um. A mushroom and olive pizza. Wait, what? all of that or two two different, two different pizzas? pizzas. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, you're a madman. That would be quite a pizza: chicken, bacon, ranch, olive, mushroom. Yeah, yeah, that would, I, I would be excessive. Eat that. It'd also yeah. be expensive. Okay, well, uh, I'm picking up the pizza. pizza. I'll be right would back. Get too floppy at that level. Oh, it's like when you get the, uh, what's the one from Sir Pizza? The, like, the crazy supreme pizza? The, oh, yeah. You can't pick up the slices. No, everything just falls off. Yeah. 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 Oh, there's Hamilton. He's coming back. He should have gotten an interview with the Domino's person. Yeah, ask them what kind of music they like. Oh, you right. probably can't hear it. I'm us. back. Got my pizza. Hey, did you ask the Domino's uh, man what kind of music he liked? No, I didn't. Oh, sorry. I mean, shoot. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> also, my pizza man was an older man, and he looked like John McAfee. Great. Maybe it is nice. John McAfee. I really hope it was John I would love that if it was just... That's his thing now, delivering pizzas... Um, on an island. He's too busy running from the FBI on a boat. Well, they he acts like he's in Cuba. Maybe he's just on the this island. North Carolina? You think he's yeah. on the island, North Carolina? He's on an island in North Carolina. Top sail. Oh, are you, you're at the beach still? Yeah. Oh. I thought yeah, you were oh, back I home. Thought, I'm, uh, that's what I thought, No, too. I'm not back yet. Top sail doesn't look anything like Cuba. Uh, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, it's close enough. I mean, I'm sure you could just like do up the interior to look like a Cuban prison, or not prison, safe house. I, yeah, I don't think he's in a prison. It looks like a prison whenever he does like videos. Sometimes, I wonder what his music taste is. Um, probably Chance of the Ku Klux Klan. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just. I'm so confused because I have no idea who you guys are talking about. He's the McAfee, like, for the antivirus software. And Libertarian oh. Party. Yeah, and yep. he also tries to run for president. All right, Jordan, 
Uh, I was moving the pizza. Sorry, Jordan, for when you're editing. I was moving the pizza and knocked over my mic, so you're going to have a spike there. Yeah, I heard the spike. Yeah, my bad. Did you get two pizzas for yourself, or is it for others as well? It's just me. I still wanted that coupon. Oh, so you so had to get two pizzas for the five ninety nine you're talking about? I think you have to get two or more, and this is going to be lunch and dinner tomorrow. Well, what did you nice. tip? Uh, 15%, so... Wow. For being an hour late. Wow. Oh, well, yeah, he was an hour late. Sorry, another spike. That was the last one, I swear. Here okay. we go. Get it together. It's all right. I have a crying baby in the background, so... Can't hear it. My parents are laughing outside. Your, your kid isn't knocking over the mic, so... More than I can say about myself. Yeah, your kid's knocking over the mic. Yep. My kid is the pizza. My <laughs> soon-to-be food baby. All right, well, ten minutes in. Uh, I'm Jordan. Uh, I like to listen to lots of music, mostly jazz and folk music. I play banjo. I'm Tommy. Uh, I kind of play the bass. I also am a tuba player. I listen to a ton of different types of music, mostly punk, hardcore, and emo. And uh, I'm also kind of an audiophile. I guess Jordan also falls into that category. Uh, I'm Hammy. I'm really into indie music, um, rock, alternative rock, uh, also bluegrass, and uh, not a musician. And I'm Victor. I kind of play the guitar. Uh, I listen to a lot of different stuff. I'm really into hip-hop, like 80s music, just whatever I'm into at the moment. Uh, anybody got any news? Uh, yeah, I can start us off. Uh, I got a few topics. A few things happened these past couple weeks. Uh, Black Sabbath's Paranoid turned 50, uh, specifically this week. So that's pretty crazy. Super influential album. One of my all-time favorites, actually. So that's pretty sweet to see that that turned 50. can't believe Ozzy Osbourne's still kicking. I think yeah. he just diagnosed with Parkinson's, right? Oh, really? I did not hear that. Him and his wife were presenting an award recently. And, like, she had to do all the talking. And he looked like he could barely, like, walk. He was shaking. That's crazy. Um... Some uh, pretty interesting news. ACDC might be making a comeback next year for touring. Um, they put out some new pictures on their Facebook that were promptly taken down. Um, and a lot of people were speculating this is going to lead to maybe a new tour and maybe a new album coming out in November. I'm not sure where people were pulling these rumors from, but uh, that's pretty cool if that happens. That'd Did ACDC be... stop touring? Apparently they took a hiatus, according to this uh, the article I was reading, um, and they haven't really posted a lot of stuff recently on their Facebook. So that the people were there was like a Brazilian uh, fan page that was freaking out about them posting pic- new pictures and talking about doing stuff. So so not a not a pandemic hiatus. They had a hiatus prior to that. Yeah, I think that was I think that's what was going on. Hmm. Um. Also, good news for uh, Hammy. He's a huge fan of these guys. But uh, Deftones released two new singles recently. Uh, they also announced that they're dropping a new album called Ohms on September 25th. That's been pretty cool to look forward to. They always put out some really awesome stuff. Oh, yeah. Right so around the corner. I'm pretty stoked about that. Yeah, it's uh, in like four days. So. I thought you were going to bring up um, a different um, <laughs> band that's dropping um, an album this week that I like, which is... Uh, Fleet Foxes is about to drop a new album. Yeah, I saw that today. Yeah. Uh, Joji is dropping his album in the next few days as well. Man, a lot of good new music coming up. The pandemic has been great for new music. I mean, I feel like everybody just had tons of studio time. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. There's so many bands I follow that are dropping new stuff left and right. Um, Another really cool band, Canadian punk band called Pup. They're releasing. They just dropped a new single, and they're dropping a new EP on October twenty third, called "This Place Sucks Ass." I'm so excited for it. I missed out on the vinyl drop, and I'm a little, little sad about that. But 
just stoked to hear new music from those guys. Yeah. Is the the vinyl drop have anything exclusive? Is is it one of those things or? Yeah, it was actually super cool. Uh, it was a color your own cover. Um, so you got like a, a black and white cover, and they sent like markers for you to color in the the cover however you want. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, that is cool. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves their custom vinyl colors nowadays. Oh, for sure. I I don't buy into the whole they're better thing, but that's a. I, I mean, story for another digital. Time. Digital is, I mean, yeah, we can get into that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or not? But are, uh, are are they fun? Yes. Yeah, super yeah. Fun. It's a good talking piece too, like a good conversation yeah. piece. Yeah, I can't hang my digital music on the wall. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, just put I, a flash drive can... up there. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the whole Metallica collection right here. Just to show, have your iTunes pulled up just on your TV. Yeah, that's like instead of having like uh, fake art on your TV, you just have like your uh, your music library scrolling. Or it's uh, able to see. Or it's the um, the Spotify like thing you scan where it plays an album. <laughs> oh, Dude, that'd God. be hilarious. It's just a picture of that mounted on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a little bit of news, but it's old news. But I'm gonna tell it anyway because I feel like it applies. This week we're doing. Uh, not our first goat rodeo, and uh, Chris Thiele, the mandolin player and singer on the uh, album, his radio show is off the air now because of uh, coronavirus. Oh, man. American public media canceled it. The show's been on since 1978. Or no, sorry, 1974. Wow. And uh, first with Garrison Keeler, and uh, then Chris Seeley took over in 2016. Yeah. Now, the show did go on a brief hiatus in the 80s for like two years, so maybe it'll come back. It's a great show. It's always had crazy music on it for years and years, and it's kind of a bummer that it's gone away so yeah know. we've listened to quite a bit of that show yeah well part of that yeah. is um probably has to do with the pandemic because that show made a lot of its um its income on um on touring well yeah well so apm actually canceled a lot of stuff their uh donors have gone really far down so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a double whammy for sure. <laughs> it, it's a double whammy. They were probably one of the more expensive shows, but uh, not the only show that got canceled. So, um, yeah, sad times for public radio. Yeah. Hopefully it comes back. If not, I'm sure Chris Seeley will stay busy. I mean, obviously he's. <laughs> It, it, they canceled yeah. the show and then he immediately recorded this album. So. Oh yeah, he's a busy guy. <laughs> he constantly records stuff. He releases stuff. Yeah, all um, the time. I have oh, uh, yeah. a little bit more news. Um, uh, Brian Eno just released uh, or is about to release a um, uh, movie score collections um, like album, or maybe not movie score but movie singles or maybe both. Who is? Uh, Brian Eno. Okay. For his works uh, for movies from the 1976 to 2020. Um, what movies has he done? Uh, Train Spotting, uh, Heat, um, uh, David Lynch's Dune. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, speaking of um, Dune, uh, Hans Zimmer will be doing the score for the new Dune movie. Um, he was originally offered the... Uh, so I can just sound like... Yeah. <laughs> well, he was originally offered the score for um, for uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet, but he said he had an affinity with the book. He really was a big fan of the book as a kid, so he decided to work with um, Denis Villeneuve again. Um, also, uh, Weezer and Fallout Boy competed in Family Feud, and uh, the Travis what? Scott meal is uh, pretty good. Yeah, I saw that Second today. Bet. That's uh, that's funny. They were on Family Feud. 
Yep. <laughs> Competing with against Steve each other. Harvey. Uh, I'm assuming so. I didn't uh, get to watch it. I would love to watch Steve Harvey interact with Weezer and Fallout Boy. Or is it when What's His Face from The Man showed does it on his show? Uh, Oh, gross. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, because he does the Celebrity Family Feud every once in a while. That's right. it sucks. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. Except when uh, the Avengers got on it and they were all drunk. That was great. Oh, that was 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 great in spite of Kimmel. (laughs) Yeah, right. Not because of Kimmel. (laughs) He just took away from it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Tommy, Fallon yeah, would have Tommy. done a way better job on that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Tommy, does your dad still watch uh, African Family Feud? Um, No, so we've gone back to watching Family Feud on TV every night when uh, my parents get home from work. We watch an hour straight of Family Feud, and then uh, they go to bed promptly uh, around 8 p.m. Except for tonight. They're uh, staying up. Yeah, I bet that's not the only thing staying up. Hey oh. Oh gross. <laughs> Talking about your dad. Yeah, thanks. I, I understand. <laughs> but uh yeah, so Hey this is <laughs> a lot this, of news this week. This guy Hammy you're talking about apparently also produced Joshua Tree. Oh really? Oh Just, lord. By the way. So he's oh, responsible wow. for every worship album ever. That is true. They all spun off of Joshua Tree, but but Joshua Tree is a good. I can't say it. Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree. It's a good album though. So I'm not saying I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying it uh, shaped a lot of the music we learned when we were teenagers. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean absolutely, it did, and in a downhill slope. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, he's uh, most known for his ambient music. We're still talking about Brian Eno, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's most known for his ambient work. Um, I think he stopped doing just, like, regular. I mean, I guess you could call it that, uh, for lack of a better word, regular music, uh, pretty much back in the 70s, um, and just focused on, like, ambient, atmospheric stuff. He also produced Viva La Vida. Coldplay album. Wow. Yeah. I guess he stays pretty busy as a producer, too. Yeah. Because if you go through his discography, um, it's insane. His record producer uh, section on Wikipedia has a bunch of stuff. He's done Talking Heads, U2, uh, Devo, um, and Coldplay. I mean, a bunch of big names. That's nuts. Yeah, there's some... Oh, and Genesis. Oh, wow. That's cool. Oh, and David huh. Bowie. I'm not wow. surprised by Talking Heads because um, I was recently listening to his album um, Taking Tiger Mountain by Strategy, and it has a lot of uh, Talking Heads-like feel to it, to that album, and uh, I'm pretty sure it predates Talking Heads. I'd have to double-check that. Cause, gotcha. Uh, when did when did Talking Heads become popular? Or just release albums? Like the 80s? Um, uh, I, I can look it up. I'm going to the I Wikipedia page late now. late 70s. So they were 90s. active from 1975 to 1991. Got back together for touring in 1996 to 2002. So yeah, I mean, that's mostly the 80s in there. It's the only full decade they had. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, because the the album in question came out in 1974. Yeah, right before they were doing stuff or before they were going to record an album. Yeah, well, that's just his producing stuff. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all want to get into the album? For sure. Sounds good. Not our first Goat Rodeo. We picked it for the irony. Um, and the amazing music. I mean, yeah, and the amazing music. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. The amazing music by Chris Thiele, Edgar Meyer, uh, Stuart Duncan, and Yo-Yo Ma. Gosh, guys, this this album is so good. <laughs> oh, amazing, actually, yeah. And a huge improvement on the first one. Okay, I, I was going to say that at some point. Um, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I was worried that was going to be like really controversial. 
No. No, I Jordan Jordan for a long time since the first one has come out has told me that he did not like it as much as he thought he would. And then this came out and we both were talking. I I thoroughly enjoyed the first Goat Rodeo sessions. For sure. But this is a completely different level. It's this is so good. There's a lot more energy to this one. Oh yeah. I haven't even listened to the first one. Like I know like Jordan's talked about it before, but I never gave it a chance. I've listened to both of them three times this week. Just for this. I should have gone back and re-listened to the first one, but I've listened to it so many times. Yeah, this one <clears throat> I mean the just the, the energy that comes out of this and the like if you watch the did you guys watch the live video? Yeah, I was about had? to mention the Tiny yes, Desk I concert. Did. So oh good. Oh my gosh. So yeah. good. So and that's even better, right? Those guys really kill in that live situation, right? Yeah. I mean the album's really produced and it's great. You know, they're all playing multiple instruments on the album. I don't know if you guys realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Um it, but these guys shine in that live's uh, situation and I hate this tour was canceled. Yeah, this would have been nuts to see. Live. It was. I, oh. oh, it was supposed to start out with a performance with them and the Chicago Symphony. Oh my god, that would have been crazy to listen to. Edgar Mayer has experience with doing the. Oh, I'm forgetting the name of um. Oh, the melody of rhythm with Zakir Hussain and uh, Bela Fleck with the Chicago Symphony. But you can really hear all three of them in this, I think, or all four of them in this, and I think that's what makes this album better than the other one. Yeah. Uh, you can really hear, and Chris Thiele and Edgar May are the ones who I've listened to the most on here, and it doesn't sound like they're playing goat rodeo sessions. It sounds like Chris Dealey and Edgar May are hanging out. Like it, their signature stuff is brought to this. And yeah, it really feels more like Chris Dealey was involved in this one. Cause if you like listen to the first one, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there weren't any vocals in the first one. There um, were some, there were some, uh, I think not as only, much. I think only on the, um, the special edition, uh, okay. I, no, I'm pretty sure there's one that there, it's not like heavy vocals. Like it's not like a traditional full verses song. But there there's some vocals because it's the same um, backup female vocalist, Iofi uh, O'Donovan. Yes. No, her name is pronounced Efa. I, I looked that up. Ah. Uh, yeah, and it is Meyer, not Mayer, by the way. Yes. Well, right. I, yeah, I was yeah. expecting. I was expecting this whole album was just going to be instrumental. Cause I think that's what you told me, Jordan, about the first one a while ago, that it was mainly instrumental. And uh, hearing the vocals really took me aback, and I really enjoyed it. There is one song uh, vocal on the other one, but then there's another one on the... On the bonus tracks. On the yeah. bonus tracks, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I, I didn't remember, but I mean, just having like that classic... Chris Thiele vocals in this. I, I mean, it just, I don't know. It brought it, it brought it up so much. Well, I'm, he's really only came into his own as a vocalist since after that first album. Cause that was back in 2011. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was so long ago. So I guess saying classic <laughs> sounds wrong, but I've been listening to, I think we all have been listening to, to punch brothers for so long. It feels like it's a classic thing. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, it's saying. all of their sounds. Edgar Meyer, yeah. I mean, that's what all his music sounds like. It's, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it sounds like other stuff that he's doing on his own. It sounds like everybody's doing something on their own, but just yeah. meshing it. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. And remind... Yo Yo Ma bringing in that like fun. I don't know how to describe his cello playing. It's th this is such a difficult album for me to describe because I'm not used to describing this type of instrumentation, but. I love the like the the cool tone that the cello brings in. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Tommy. Like it's to me listening to it is very soothing. Like a lot of like just sometimes I like try to focus in on Yo Yo Ma just to kinda get that like soothing feel. 
Yeah, this album definitely um, reminded me of and made me go back and listen to a little bit of um, Uncommon Ritual with the. Uh, that was Bela Fleck, Edgar Meyer. Um, who else was Yo-Yo Ma on that one as well? Uh, I don't remember. I think so. It, uh, Chris Thiele was not in that, but definitely, um, like what was the album playing. called? Uncommon Ritual. Mike Marshall uh, which, was on Mandalorian. Mike Marshall, in that one. yeah, yeah. Which but, also um, all legends. That one was way more classical. This is... I don't even this know what genre weird. you'd put yeah, Go Radio I've, in. This I was... tried to describe to my my friends at work this album, and I couldn't. Well, it, it was, It's so odd. Like the, It's not odd, it's amazing, but it's difficult to describe. It feels like, um, which is what it is, uh, a lot of, like, amazing classically trained uh, musicians just kind of like jamming in a yeah. like a laid back like country bluegrassy setting but also using a lot of um like classical techniques it's like a nerdy jam band it is yeah, yeah it's like I a think that's a good way classical to musicians, like a classical like jam nerdy band. fun I mean, time yeah they all play classical yeah. music mm-hmm. chris Thiele's the only one who's not from a classical background and he's completely adopted it you know in the last 10 yeah. years so I mean it, it gets listed as bluegrass classical but you know Chris Thiele I've seen him in interviews he famously has gotten really mad at um, tour managers uh, listing the shows as bluegrass or classical because people come to them expecting those two things gotcha and, and it's not, not and really not getting there <laughs> they get mad yeah like... <laughs> he he said that in the punch brothers documentary about their first album yeah well because he was coming off of one of the biggest bluegrass bands ever i mean nickel creek you know right into punch brothers and getting doing his first crazy album and i mean yeah, what does he like to be classified as then? Uh, I'm not sure he has a classification. Hmm. I'm New not grass. sure you could give him one. I mean, it's just kind of broadly, like Punch Brothers is just kind of broadly folk, I guess. There's just the broadest term in all of music as far as their traditional <laughs> like music I listen to it's traditional bluegrass band instruments yeah playing that's what indie rock yeah indie <laughs> rock indie <laughs> folk yeah yeah, yeah. It, it is like oh, a li- I mean they're playing like psychedelic music like yeah. something you'd play through pedals but they're just playing it with acoustic instruments but they do it so well and they're the only ones <laughs> yeah i mean no one else and i mean even their covers i but uh are like insane i don't know I, it's um yeah i love their cover of uh reptilia that they did it's like gr- like sometimes i'll just sit there and listen to it oh i need to go like back and listen over to that and one. over yeah i haven't heard that one uh, do we want to but, circle back into the album, by the way, and maybe discuss favorite, least favorite songs? Yeah. I was about to make a segue, but... Oh, yeah. okay. What's your segue? <laughs> I'm going to say, this album really made me uh, think back to uh, the three of us going to Boone and listening to this. Um, but I wish they were... I wish they had everybody else so we can go see this live like I, I, I screwed it up because you guys put me on the spot I had it in my brain that doesn't oh, sound sorry, like it Tommy. had two wheels yeah are you talking about the time we went to go see Punch Brothers I was and then I fumbled all the way through that <laughs> um so <laughs> look I'm gonna go I'm gonna say I'm giving this song or this album an 8 out of 10 the reason I'm doing that is because 
there's a few songs on this album. All of them good, but there's a few songs I don't think I'd be able to tell apart like in a blind trial. Like if you played them ten minutes apart. Hmm. So on an individual song basis, I'm giving it eight out of ten. But as an album, I mean, it's a great album. We were animals is my favorite song. Oh, okay. Um, I would actually also give it an eight out of ten, but maybe for different reasons. Um, I think yeah, on individual song level, they're all pretty amazing, but. I'm going to have to say that um, your coffee is a disaster and um, not for lack of trying. Uh, both are songs I'd probably just skip. Um, I, I thought you were about to say your coffee is a... <coughs> you good? <laughs> yeah, you good, man. You getting the Rona? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Just take a sip. You might say... Take a sip of my beer real quick. Um... Okay, did I, did I give you the voice is a disaster? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were about to say your coffee is a disaster is your favorite song, and I was about to no. play you because it's my least no. favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's the most boring song in the album. It is, it is. It yeah, I think Not For Lack of Trying is also kind of boring. Um, uh, as far as my favorite song, though, when I first was listening, I would say The Trappings, but now I'm really going to have to say uh, Voila. This is my favorite. Uh, don't you mean viola? Yeah, I was like, what are you, excuse <laughs> me, are you saying? Uh, sorry. No. Yeah, uh, you're definitely is that... right. Oh, you're am right. I? I was, I was. I didn't know if you were messing with me. I was, I was totally remembering the name you, of yeah. the song wrong. Uh, but yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I was like, how did I mess that up? How did I not remember that one? Uh, but no, that one, um, I just really love the energy of that song. I love Stuart Duncan's playing on that. I love Edgar Myers playing on that. I love Yo-Yo Ma's playing on that. Uh, it's just works super well. <clears throat> um, I'm going to have to give this album a 10 out of 12. I thought it was pretty crazy. I, I think the whole thing flowed pretty well. I, I agree with everybody that your coffee is a disaster is kind of boring. Um, Where'd you get but, 12 from? Uh, uh, 12 beers. Not, yeah, 12 you pack. didn't qualify it's that 10, one. 10, uh, 10 beers out of the 12 pack. Oh, was my rating. I'm just I counting. guess everyone else lost their uh, their rating system. My rating system no, is counting how many same. songs are in the album. There you go. It's out okay. of that. Yeah. And what would yours, Hammy? Uh, I mean... <laughs> I, I guess right now it's the same. They've both been uh, 10 song albums, uh, but yeah. also like a 10 point scale. I've yet to decide. Um, I guess we'll see when we do the next album if I want to do it song by song, but that's how I did this one and the last one. Okay. Well, I was doing out of 12. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite song, I have to uh, agree with Jordan on this one, but I like We Were Animals a lot too. I thought that was a really good song oh yeah also one of my favorites what's your least favorite your copy is a disaster yeah um just (laughs) i mean just the the big thing for me was (laughs) i was so excited going into this right and then i kept trying to listen to this album even before we talked about doing it for the podcast and i sat down and tried to listen to it and i'd hear that first song and i'm like eh but then i like finally like accidentally let it play too long and listen to Waltz Whitman and I was like oh and then I kept listening to the album I was kind of I was kind of disappointed by that first track oh yeah Waltz Whitman also super good that's the type of song I imagine just like sitting on the porch and drinking a beer too yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah I guess uh for me I uh gave this album a 7 out of 10 uh I think I would have enjoyed this album more probably about four to five years ago when I was more like when I was heavy into folk and like Chris Steely and stuff um it was enjoyable like I would I would say I would put some of these songs on like a fall like bonfire slash like uh coffee house playlist if I made one um my favorite song was Waltz Whitman by far uh I don't know why like I just imagined while listening to that song like the way it flowed and everything just kind of 
made me think of like a relationship starting and each time the violin kicked in it's kind of like their first dance like dating they start the next one would be them dancing at a wedding and the next one would be like their dance when they're old and stuff like that I don't know it was just where my mind kind of flowed to uh while listening to it um and then I think my least favorite was probably every note a pearl just because I didn't vibe with it that much Okay, I gotcha. Oh, yeah, I don't know though. I love all the vocal tracks in this. I just yeah, same. I For love sure. the female vocalist, uh, Eva. Like uh, we saw her live when we saw Punch Brothers. Yeah, I also saw oh, her really? um, when I went. Yeah, and saw she opened Perry Home Companion. Wait, so that was the so that's the same person. Okay, yeah, that makes. Okay, that's that's awesome. I had I did not make that connection at all. That that was the same person that we saw in Boone. She's hmm. in a band with uh, Sarah Rose. She's I don't in know I'm how to pronounce with her. her last name. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sarah Watkins is in that as well. Um, is she a mandolin? The mandolin player. Sarah Watkins is a guitarist, vocalist from Nickel Creek. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. The the mandolin player is Seven Haros. Sarah Jarose. I saw her at Merlefest, and she's really good. And she does a an amazing cover of When Doves Cry, which is on Spotify. If you, it's part of one of like our Spotify sessions. Uh, I just quit Spotify. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, can we can we roll into that? Because oh, I've been yeah, let's see okay. that. really wanting to talk Hold about Hold on. That. First, a message uh, from our sponsor, Domino's. Domino's. Uh, we kind of suck, but our pizza's pretty good for the price. <laughs> and we're everywhere. And sometimes we take over an hour to deliver. Yeah. That's, but that's the part that's be sucks. a good pizza. Yeah, Domino's eat it or don't see if we care <laughs> better ingredients <laughs> worse delivery Domino's pizza check check a link in the description for no money off <laughs> <laughs> check the show notes for um, us just mentioning the five ninety nine deal yeah uh, Domino's should Use pay us co- for this <laughs> so. we're going to give them all of uh, all of our 10 listeners do we have 10 uh, already is your you being a little? Uh, is your mom downloading it on Tommy? ten different devices? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet you my mom would not listen to this podcast. Not even to support you? No, she wouldn't. No, my mom um, wouldn't listen either. Yeah, yeah. Neither would my mom. I don't think any of our moms would. <laughs> your mom would listen just to listen to me. So, oh, oh got her. Um, but uh. Yeah, so you guys want to talk about the different streaming services? I think me and Jordan have been trying three different ones, and I know Hammy has had some experience with others than Spotify. Um, yeah, so uh, I started on Tidal, and I like Tidal. I like their app. I like their compatibility. Yeah. Their price is really, really high. Especially yeah. for how much is especially it? Especially for the streaming service that doesn't even pay their artists the most. The I thought that title paid um, the most to artists. Uh, Am I wrong on that? No, Amazon and Cubiz, Quibiz. I can't remember the other one. It starts with a Q. They both pay mm-hmm. more than title. Really? Yeah. Well, I know title pays at least above a cent per listen it's it's significantly more than spotify and apple music so it's not significantly more than spotify premium it's significantly more than spotify free okay is it still more than premium though it is still more than premium but premium does pay better wait so so how does so if a spotify premium member listens to a song it pays more than if a free Spotify user were to listen to the song? Yeah, that yep. was Taylor Swift's whole beef with Spotify like a year ago. I didn't realize that that was the issue. The issue I thought was, it was that... Yeah, they... 
paid less for free listeners. Gotcha. Yeah, it, but they also they justify it by the free listeners get a lower quality uh, song, and as far as quality goes, it goes Pandora, free Spotify, iTunes or Apple Music. Then you've got uh, Spotify Premium, Tidal, and Cube. I can't remember the other one. Cubal, and then Amazon Music HD up at the top. Gotcha. Of uh, file size and streaming quality. Well, I'll say that I really enjoyed using Tidal. The layout of how their like desktop app works and their phone app is pretty much on par with Spotify. I think that a lot of the... I think it's better than uh, Spotify. Well, my biggest thing is the recommendations and the recommended artists are a lot worse. So, but I think that also can be attributed to me only using it for a few weeks um, Spotify is like a fine-tuned machine for me. It just finds stuff and <laughs> shows me. That's why oh. I love Spotify. Yeah, Spotify uh, just has, I mean, just a lot of user data, too, um, besides yeah. your own. Just other people like you. It has so many yeah. like you who are going to know It's this 60 million this. people, users, versus like uh, two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so mean, many it's... more years, too, of uh, of just aggregating user data it's it um that's the one benefit of spotify will give to them is that and they're in the in the data they give you at the end of the year of what you listen to and how many hours and all that kind of stuff that you listen to music i really enjoy that at the end of every year yeah that's Um, yeah that's something i look forward to every year is like seeing my stats and stuff because like sometimes i forget who i was even listening to at the beginning of the year uh yeah for sure. Mine just says, hey, did you know you're the biggest fan of the Avid Brothers and uh, the Frozen soundtrack? That's what my baby <laughs> listens to in her sleep. And uh, <laughs> You're the biggest fan? Dude, I was like the top listener for the Avid Brothers last year. The top listener? Like top percentage? Uh, Like top 1% or whatever? Because I yeah. know Spotify does that same thing. Or are you talking about when you use Spotify? When I used Spotify, I was, okay. like, one of the top listeners because uh, she listened to Aver Brothers in her sleep. So they would yeah, play I, 10 hours every night. Yeah, that's pretty – I'm sure there's not very many people who are listening to that much Aver Brothers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who who all got – who all was uh, people's, um, like, <laughs> top percentage of listeners? Jordan, you had Aver Brothers. I also uh, had – Mine uh, was a – I think i will have frozen this year because she's okay. moved on but yeah um as far as like lifetime of the artist or whatever i have uh childish gambino i'm in the top six percent of everyone that listened to to him and the top like 15 or the first 15 percent that started listening to him on spotify hmm. um and then i also am a top listener for the wonder years i'm in the top two percent for them okay hmm. yeah i'm in the top one percent of uh radiohead listeners <laughs> so i was actually I impressed so by much. that because that's um because that's I mean, they have a lot of listeners they have a lot yeah. of like devoted listeners but i'm in the top one percent i gotcha wow hammy that's not shocking uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I know for uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I was one of the top listeners of Rich Brian last year because that's when he dropped he dropped his first album late 2018, and I listened to it all the time. He was he's probably one of my favorite artists out right now, and it's 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 like so cool seeing like uh, a kid from Indonesia learn English by uh, listening to Macklemore, and now he's like like world famous rapper yeah uh so back onto the streaming services though title has an insanely good app yeah their design especially on the desktop app i really i like the phone one but the desktop version of title is pretty nuts compared to the because i've also so i think me me and you jordan both have been trying title amazon and Amazon Music HD. Yes. Um, but the the title app 
other than like the weird recommendations and stuff, it's fantastic. I don't the really clear identifiers of where everything is and yeah, I don't really care for the recommendations that much anyway. Mm. I get most of my recommendations from Reddit, so uh, yeah. I mean, I like to have really good curated playlists that I can listen to, like when I'm not in the mood to just listen to an album. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that. Title does that super well, by the way. There's a lot of really good playlists on Title. There um, are well, the artists good. make a lot of them. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, yeah, the they're on par with stuff you would get from Spotify and Apple Music because I've been I've been that's kind of where I get a lot of the music that I listen to is listening to random playlists that people make and getting to hear stuff but these are like created by Tidal and there's also Spotify playlists that are created by Spotify right um they do that really well and I also in Tidal really enjoy the clear identifiers for when stuff is a master quality or not yes um sometimes in amazon music it's difficult to figure out if something is actually master quality or their ultra hd is Hmm. what they call it so i've found with that if you don't have a good enough connection that little badge goes away Hmm. so you can um mess with that in the settings and that's something i want to talk about with amazon hd it is not compatible with like a lot of stuff it basically you just have to use it on bluetooth um but and i have the desktop app and i can play it out of my hi-fi system and that's fine uh for sure but yeah they'll they're not you can't just pick which quality you're listening to all the albums have multiple levels of quality and you can go into the settings and say always highest quality yeah and then you might only get the option to download or to deal with buffering if you do that Hmm. so Uh, it it tries to automatically give you what your current connection can give you you get what i'm saying yeah yeah Yeah, i that's why i've mainly been i basically only used it on desktop because i have a straight ethernet connection and i don't have any issues with buffering when i'm doing it that way um but uh yeah i definitely the app on spotify um or amazon music i'm sorry is rough it's uh (laughs) it's definitely not as polished and uh or anywhere near as good looking as title or spotify one thing i do like is the offline button both title and Spotify have this problem of they just still show you everything when you click offline. Yeah. But when you click offline on Amazon, for one, it's the only app that actually stays online when you click offline, I've noticed. But it doesn't show you anything online. It just all cool. disappears. Oh, I, I did not know there was a problem with that with Spotify. I At least on my phone i feel like whenever I so go if you to have artists mode, stays, it grays things out it grays things out right on yeah on amazon music hd it just disappears completely mm. i'm not even sure i would like that i like it a lot because i don't want to search through music that i'm not gonna play you know what i mean well okay. i think that i think a big difference between you and a lot of people, Jordan, and I may be wrong about this, but I feel like you generally listen to the same library of music, and you're not branching out often to find well the the off newer albums. The offline thing to me is a big deal, particularly because at the beginning of the day, I just download a bunch of stuff because I don't have very much data, so I download mm. a bunch of stuff okay. on Wi-Fi, and then I'm relying on the offline mode the rest of the day. And that's mm. why that irritates me. Besides that, the Amazon app isn't great, but their price is there. And they're yeah. Ultra HD. And Tommy, did you give 3D audio a try? I haven't gone, I haven't done the 3D audio yet. I was trying to find it. Um, where I, I'm not sure where in the app that is, but I do know for sure that the Ultra HD um, availability 
is much higher in Amazon Music than it is on Tidal, at least for the music that I listen to. Um, I was finding albums in here that I could not find on Tidal in that master quality, but they were in Ultra HD on Amazon Music, and they sound fantastic. So CD quality. Right. But yeah, so um, the master doesn't necessarily mean lossless, from what I read on their website. Hmm. But okay. still supposed to sound good. Like, it's mastered. Um, like, what they used to do with the records, they mastered it for what the person's going to be listening on. Yeah. And so, and they did that with cassettes and CDs, and so this is actually masters for your phone. I mean, they still master music. It's just compressed for streaming. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah. I, the the Amazon, I'm, I haven't tried the 3D audio yet it's pretty cool um there's not that many songs available in it yet do i just look up 3d audio yeah i think they have a playlist of it um um but i think i'm gonna stick with amazon music hd i got the family plan tommy's part of my family at the moment so uh yeah i think i'm gonna stick with it with you sweet um okay Gotcha. Okay. I might have to try that on compare. Yeah. Another thing Spotify has that I haven't played with the app a lot on with some of these, but um, I know Spotify has a thing where you can turn it to only come out of one ear in your headphones, um, which yeah. is super useful at the gym or if you're, if you work somewhere where you can only have one headphone in, that's Yeah. That's awesome what I have. do at work a lot. Uh, um, Cause I always have one in. Also, Hammy, <laughs> yeah. if uh, you want to, join my family plan i got one more slot so oh yeah maybe yeah yeah um victor i only have one slot so unless you and molly no, that's fine. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine with sticking with spotify molly actually uses amazon music uh well, you'll have to try that i don't really then. have that much more ex- yeah uh, you can get on her family plan yeah there you go yeah is she using much... Amazon Music that comes with Prime, or is she using the Unlimited? I think she does the one that comes with Prime. I'm not 100% sure about that, but that's what's... what I'm assuming it is. Their whole, what's the difference? Their whole thing's super confusing. So they have Amazon Music, which is like an iTunes store with 2 million free songs. So you can buy music. And in fact, like when you buy like a record like a vinyl on Amazon they give you the songs in Amazon music oh weird okay yeah and so it's actually already in your account like I discovered that the other day like when I downloaded the app I had some albums in there that I owned because I'd bought them on vinyl and then um Hmm. but it also has two million songs mostly just popular songs there's a lot of incomplete albums uh in that version then they have amazon music unlimited which is just like spotify and then they have amazon music hd which has got your ultra hd your regular hd and your 3d music so i actually do now remember that i did know that amazon um which was the unlimited the step up not hd but unlimited um, I bought uh, someone a subscription to Amazon Unlimited uh, by trying to play a song on their Echo. <laughs> um, and they're like, this is uh, exclusive to like Unlimited. It was like, would you like to like, uh, you know, buy the service for like a dollar one ninety nine or whatever it was? I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. So Amazon Music Unlimited is also unique. And the fact that you can buy it for individual devices for like two ninety nine. Yeah, it was what? for that Echo. Yeah. yeah, and then they tried That's to cancel why. it, and it said, "I'm sorry, you have to go online to do that." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly like Amazon. Yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. But. <sighs> yeah, I know. Like, uh, she has the Amazon Music mainly because we have uh, an Alexa and a Dot in the house, and that's what she uses to listen to music when she's like driving or something. Yeah, the no Google Home support kind of gets on my nerves, but then it also but it works on my 
with casting. You just can't ask Google to play it anything. So mm-hmm. it's fine. I can just cast. Um, yeah. So adventures in trying multiple streaming services. Yeah, it's All pretty right. fun. I'm not going to lie. Especially having... I, I recently got these new headphones and a headphone amplifier. And it's like I'm hearing stuff listening to these like higher quality recordings of songs that I've listened to for years that I've never heard in the songs before. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's wild. It's, I, I, it's sold me on being an, uh, audiophile forever now. I think I'm, I'm stuck in that rabbit hole to add to my other expensive, stupid hobbies. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, yeah, it makes a real big difference listening in open back headphones. I mean, Oh my God. Yeah. Also, eating chips, open back headphones, you don't get the the weird chip noise. Yeah. It's just like you're eating chips. That's great. I've been on open back train for a while, but mostly in the mid-range. I'm about mm-hmm. to go up a level. Um, so a pair that doesn't have like a built-in amplifier. See, because mine, gotcha. mine, I put a AA battery in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, See, I jumped straight to the HD six XXs from Sennheiser, and they're like the they're identical to the HD six fifties. Um, they're like well known studio uh, monitoring headphones. Um, they're nuts. Yeah. Um, what have we been listening to, guys, this week? Uh, for me, uh, I've been listening to the first Wu-Tang Clan album pretty much on repeat this week. Really good. Like, honestly, one of my favorite, uh, hip hop groups to ever, uh, like do it. Like, um, I watched their, uh, Hulu show that's basically about like before the group got together and then, um, just got really into listening to them like RZA is probably one of my favorite producers and uh and then old old dirty bastard is probably one of my favorite rappers too and I've been listening to some of the stuff he was in in like the early 2000s with like Mariah Carey and yeah that's what I've been listening to uh I've been listening to so the Avery Brothers came out with the third gleam during quarantine mm. And yeah. I've listened to the first, second, and third Gleam once or twice. Hmm. At like okay, in a row. I still haven't listened to the third. It's a return to form. It's really good. Their last okay. album was political in an annoying way. It was this just one's an annoying political, album, yeah. but not annoying. Kind of like that Punch Brothers yeah. one that was political but not annoying. Yeah, I mean artists have done it for years a song that's political but yeah. you know their last one was like weird and preachy oh yeah. for sure it was also <laughs> it just felt lazy yeah it, it felt, felt like, like it did a it middle did. schooler wrote it i mean like yeah. wrote a paper yeah. for how guns are bad for their <laughs> yeah, it class. really did. Yeah. Uh, I was, I already, I knew it was going to be better than the last one because I heard some singles they were releasing leading up to the album, which were, um, which were pretty good. And it's back they to felt tr- like a return to form. So it's back to trio. Yeah, not- All the gleams are just trio. Um, okay. So and that's nice to listen to. I really enjoyed it. Um, also listened to folklore. Taylor Swift's album a couple times. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, man. How do you feel about it? I really like it. Yeah, yeah, I do. I'll have to give it a listen. It's it's yeah. uh, it's definitely um, her best album in a while. It, Molly said that she really enjoyed it and she wanted me to listen to it. It sounds comfortable. The entire album. It's like mm-hmm. um, the first time i was listening to it, i was like i feel like she's just ripping a bunch of people off in this but then i realized she's ripping herself off like it sounds like a lot of her songs but a lot of her like b tracks and extras not singles not the hits 
It's a gotcha. Yeah, and it's not loud or annoying. It's true, and it's I, I really well just mixed. Realized that, yeah, I actually just realized that as you said it, though, that um, it doesn't feel like any song in particular on there felt like a oh, this is a pop radio single. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't remember any song actually feeling that way. No, absolutely The not. only one that stood only... out to me was like kind of a darker tone song that felt like, you know, like a staple song for the album. So a lot of her albums have always had like three songs exclusive to Target kind of deal on them. Yeah. And <laughs> oh. they, this is what that album sounds like. I've always thought those were her best songs. The Target exclusives? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a whole album of the Target exclusives. And I think it's really good. Is that a real thing? Well-mixed. Yeah. Yeah, oh my yeah God. that was a thing. I didn't... I, uh, I Even pop-punk bands that I listen to have Target exclusives. Yeah, Family Force 5 had a Target exclusive album. That's so strange. Uh, Hammy, one of the songs is actually on the radio, which is Cardigan. That's the only song that I have heard off this album on the radio okay that ma- that makes sense i could see that one being a radio song but it's not like an oh this is obviously the song for the radio type song yeah i get what you're saying because like when i was listening to it on the radio i was just like this wasn't what i thought was going to be on the radio from taylor swift coming from this album like I, d- I have no like i don't know what to expect with this album i just know that I've heard that it is a good album and it's one of her best. Well, she grew up with her audience. I mean, now she's adult contemporary. I mean, that's what this was. This is an adult contemporary album. Yeah. I mean, like six of the songs on the album were labeled explicit. Wow. That's shocking. Yeah, she's dropping F-bombs. Really? Yeah. I definitely have to give this a listen. Yeah, it's definitely different. Um... And good. I mean, she's and who, a great collaborator and always puts out lyrically interesting songs. So Yeah, who was it that she did a duet with? Was it Noah Gunderson? Or am I thinking of someone else? Uh, was Noah Gunderson in Folklore? That's awesome. He's amazing. I want to say it was Noah Gunderson. I'll, I'll look it up right now, though, to yeah. make sure. I really enjoy his music. Um, it is... No idea who that sorry, is. Sorry, sorry. Bon Iver. Or Bonavir. Oh. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Got my hopes up, Hammy. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, uh, if you haven't listened to Noah Gunderson, definitely check him out. He's fantastic. Yeah, definitely like check him out. He's good. Singer-songwriter <laughs> stuff. Yeah, fantastic. Also, Bonavir, great. You know, no hate towards him. Yeah, um, yeah. No hate. Yeah. He's good. Well, um, I've been listening to, uh exactly what you guys would probably think i've been listening to uh the front bottoms released a new album a couple weeks ago it is nuts and i really enjoy it it's the best thing they put out in a long time um and luckily title had it on uh or in master quality so i've been really enjoying that and i've also been getting into shoegaze again which is a ridiculous rabbit hole to go down in music if you want to listen to some super noisy like wall of sound uh trippy stuff um that's all i've been listening to uh besides that um uh front bottoms album so bands like slow dive the jesus and mary chain uh my bloody valentine of course they're like shoot they are shoe days uh mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah i've just been diving super far into that so it's been really fun to do okay yeah another shoe gaze kick um i'm always on a shoe gaze oh yes yeah. <laughs> um i've recently been listening to um uh hop along just released a uh to streaming services i guess it was originally released probably just like maybe on just cd or maybe on Bandcamp back in when it came out, I think 2009, 2006, um, they just released their uh, their old album, Freshman, released it to streaming services. So I've been listening to that. And I've been listening to um, Bill Callahan and uh, Field Medic a lot recently between listening to, uh, you know, Uncommon Ritual and Not Your First Goat Rodeo. Um, nice. Yeah. 
I just got a uh, little 45 in a uh, vinyl order that I got, and it's got an exclusive Field Medic song on there. Oh, really? What's What's the name of the song? Uh, let's see. It's called House Keys with a bunch of dashes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so he, he did also release that as a single. I like that one a lot. Okay, yeah. It, it, I guess it just came on the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Or it came on this little 45 for that. It came with a song from Citizen, Narrowhead, Healing Potpourri, and Field Medic, but I thought you would find that cool. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Huh. Nice. But yeah. All right. Are we going to get into um, our uh, next episode's pick? Oh, yeah. A D4 and a D10, all right? You guys ready? All oh, right. okay. So, wait, who's going right. to be who? First die. Okay. I'm going to do the D4 second. Okay. All right. So, the first... So, the row is three. We're cool. going to go right. the way it is in the thing. So, it goes Hammy, me, Tommy, Victor. Oh, so it's Tommy. All right. So, three. Row three. And... No. Column two, row three. So it's something Jordan chose. All right, one, two, three. Hey, the Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah, that's that's a good album. Oh, that's fun. Should we also watch the movie? I probably will. Let me write this down. <laughs> It'll be a movie. No, we don't need to watch the movie. I mean, if you if you want to, you can. But well, as we say at the end of every episode. Alright, bye. Alright, stopping it. Okay. Good night, Seattle.